BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Top slow, hands off to Yo. Yo back and score. Another end one opportunity. Yoli Childs. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live. Tonight, it's an in-state battle at the Marriott Center as the BYU Cougars host the Utah State Aggies. Now, the Cougars in the midst of a three-game losing streak after dropping a 113-103 game last Saturday night in Ogden to Weber State. The Cougars had never lost to the Wildcats under head coach Dave Rose. And offense was definitely not the issue. Yoli Child scored 31 points, and Jasheer Hardnett added a career-high 24. The issue was on the defensive end, where BYU gave up 113 points to a team that averaged 87 coming into the matchup. Now, during BYU's three-game losing streak, the defense has been declining, giving up 76 points in the first loss, followed by 92 and then 113, as I mentioned on Saturday. Cougar opponents have averaged 94 points per game during the past three games. But help is on the way. One of the other big storylines and maybe the biggest storyline for the game tonight is that Nick Emery will officially make his return to BYU basketball tonight after sitting out the first nine games of the season due to NCAA violations. Nick is back and he is available to play. You will hear from Nick coming up in just a moment. Emery sat out last season, but in the 2016-2017 season, which, by the way, was his sophomore year, he averaged 13 points per game and for his career, career Emery is a 15 point scorer who shoots 42 percent from the field and 38 percent from three he will most doubtably most certainly rather be a welcomed addition to this BYU basketball team now Utah State they are a very good team in their own right coming in tonight with a record of seven and one that record also includes a dominating win over St. Mary's this is a very good Utah State team somewhat coming out of nowhere. I don't not sure I saw anybody picking this team to start the year 7 and 1, but boy have they played well. Sam Merrill leads the Aggies with 21 points per game, but Utah State's roster is balanced with guys who can get buckets up and down the lineup. BYU has won the previous six matchups with Utah State, and under Coach Rose, Cougars are 4-0 and against the Aggies in Provo. This is certainly going to be a good challenge tonight at the Marriott Center. But as I mentioned moments ago, Nick Emery will make his debut after 18 months away. We heard from Nick yesterday for the first time, and Nick was asked what it means to be back. It absolutely means the world, you know. To go something, go through something like that wasn't easy, but, you know, we're all in the journey of life. We're all dealing with things, and, you know, Coach Rose is right at the top. You know, he was there from day one, and promised me we'd get through this even though I I didn't think we would and uh, you know I'm just grateful for my teammates and my coaches and especially coach Rose for getting me through it. Of course the inevitable question of expectations was brought up and Nick discussed what he expects in his first game back. I just hope we play well you know we've kind of been a a three-game slump right now and hopefully I can bring an extra spark and uh you know, you just got to stay level-headed and just look at it one game at a time. And, you know, I'm definitely grateful to be back with the guys and back with the, with the team, and hopefully we can get this done tomorrow. 
As we all know, not everyone is going to let Nick move on, and that includes opposing teams and opposing fans. Nick was asked if he's ready to deal with all of that. I've made some mistakes in my career, um, but that doesn't change what we do as a team, you know, and uh, it's going to be fun. You know, I, I understand that there there's going to be heated times and whatever fans or players say, but I know who I am and I know that I, I'm here for my teammates and whatever I can do, even if it takes the pressure off of them, you know, I'm willing to do. So it'll be fun. Tonight's game, for several reasons, is big. Not only is BYU trying to get back on track and get on a winning note after losing the previous three games, it's also against an in-state team that's playing very well. You know, growing up, I've, I've always known of the rivalry. I've played in the rivalry, and, uh, you know, these are two good teams, and uh, we can't treat it lightly. You know, we've prepared well these last two days, and, you know, we just got to trust in our preparation and, uh, you know, go into that game like it's any other game. It's interesting because whenever you have a player that, that sits out for whatever reason it is, not necessarily suspension, but just misses some time, you always wonder what their perspective on the team is because it's different. Instead of being on the floor, now Nick has been able to practice, so he's had that op- opportunity. But in terms of watching this team and getting that perspective, I asked him what, what type of perspective he's gained about this team watching on the sidelines. You know, this team, we all fight. We are all tough dudes that just want to win, you know, and uh, if anybody's hard on us, it's ourselves. And we always want to get better. And, uh, you know, there's ups and downs in a season, and we're, we're grateful we got those, those downs out and we've learned from them and we'll uh, progress here on out. And, uh, you know, these I, I couldn't ask for a better group of guys. We're all really good friends, really good teammates. Um, but it'll be, it'll be interesting how we respond this week. Being away for so long, Nick was asked how he feels he's different now after going through everything he's dealt with. In life in general, I think things are different, you know, and uh, my perspective of life has changed. Um, you know, I'm grateful for the opportunities I have to, to be back here at BYU, you know, and it's just about perspective, you know. I'm, I'm grateful to, to wear a BYU jersey again and uh, that number four jersey and, especially be out here and with, with Coach, who's given me a second chance, and with my teammates who, who have believed in me every step of the way, and uh, no, I'm grateful for sure. This outcome and Nick being able to be back officially tonight, this has certainly been a long time coming, not just for Nick, but for Coach Rose. And it was interesting yesterday when, when both Coach Rose and Nick, who were together for the, the interview with the media, Coach Rose mentioned right out of the gate, I wasn't sure if this day was going to come, but you could tell how impressed he's been with how Nick has handled it. And he even said that when this, when this played out, there, are, there were, you know, every opportunity was given to Nick if he wanted to go somewhere else. But Nick came to him and said, this is where I want to be. This is what I want to make work. And I, I think that speaks very highly of Nick and the fact that he could have gone somewhere else, but chose, with everything that's involved in it, to come right back here and make it work here. And you could certainly tell that that, uh, in the eyes of Coach Rose, was another reason why he's so proud of Nick Emery. 
This season, BYU basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, it's our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Cougar pregame live continues in just a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live. It's time for our courtside conversation with my good friend, Mark Durant. And I guess tonight we're going to say, call it a courtside conversation is stretching it a little bit uh, due to some, uh, some, I guess, traffic and, and unfortunately an accident on I-15. Uh, Mark is a little bit slowed in getting to the Marriott Center, so he's joining us via this newfangled uh, technology called a telephone. Uh, Mark, good evening. How are you? Well, I'm doing pretty good. I uh, not not one accident, but two accidents oh. have uh, slowed me down a little. It's a it's amazing that anyone can make it through that Thanksgiving point construction without getting in an accident. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, it is. It's uh, it's quite the uh, the ordeal, uh, even without uh, certain unfortunate incidents like uh, like accidents and things like that. Uh, let's jump right in. Certainly the, the biggest story tonight centers around Nick Emery, and we're going to get to that in a second. But I wanted to ask you about the defense for BYU. It, it's been on a steady decline during the three-game losing streak. Is that an opponent thing? Is it a scheme thing? What's your opinion on why, prior to the Houston game, the defense was was right around, I, if, I'm off the top of my head, it's, it's either 64 or 68. I'm, I'm, I can't remember specifically which one, but certainly not, not under 70 points. Now it's at about 94 during the three-game losing streak. What's your take on, on why that is? Well, it's uh, it's funny how it works, but when you play bad teams, your offense looks good and your defense looks good. And when you play good teams, that's not always the case. Uh, I, I did think BYU had improved defensively. Last year they were better to me. And in those first six or seven games, I, I liked what I saw. I thought, you know, Jashir is someone that is quick enough, strong enough to play. Uh, contain on his man. Uh, I was impressed with uh, Connor Harding and how he played defense. Uh, I liked that Gavin and Yoli were back there as shot blockers. Um, but I think it was a little bit illusory uh, as we now see that they've played some teams with some really good players that maybe they aren't as good as we thought. Uh I, obviously, individually, they can be better. But, uh, you know, watching that Weaver State game, I didn't think the big men, when they came up to hedge, did a good job of turning the, the guard back. And if that if that guard can get over the top of that hedge, there's no one back there to stop him on the drive, and it just throws everything off. So I, I think the big men did a, a poor job in that area. And then just staying in front of your man. They did a poor job with Weber and and Houston had some great athletes. They really struggled with that as well, which makes you wonder if BYU can play man to man defense against really good teams because they may not be able to just may not be able to do it. Uh, There's only so much playing harder can get you, which I think they can do, but 
at some point you're just overmatched and you got to recognize that. I, I've always wondered if it wouldn't be better uh, to, to just try and go to a zone because that's kind of the athlete that you can get, but just get really good at playing zone like a Syracuse and have that be your signature and have different kinds of zones. And yeah, people think, man, if we play a zone, we're going to give up open threes. It's not necessarily the case. It's you can play a zone that is more perimeter weighted and you can cover threes and things like that. I don't know if that's the answer. I know Dave Rose doesn't like that. I mean, he wants to play man and he'll throw in some zone now and then, but I, I just worry that BYU, you know, BYU will be fine against most teams. But when they play good teams, I just think we'll probably see more of what we saw at Weber. Nick Emery is back, and I want to ask you about Nick in two separate questions. The first question in terms of expectations, what are your expectations for him just tonight? We'll get to the, the moving forward after this, but just tonight, what expectations do you have for Nick? Well, I'm walking the fine line of uh, not wanting to put too much pressure on him as, as some kind of savior that's going to come in and all of a sudden it be like the Jazz with Corver coming in and then they break a, get a franchise record for threes and they're shooting the lights <laughs> out. Now, that would be nice if that were to happen. But, no, I, I think realistically he'll, he'll you know, they'll ease him in uh, maybe 10 or 15 minutes tonight. Uh, I expect him to be a good shooter, though. I mean, I, I don't think he forgot how to shoot, and he's certainly been practicing for the last couple of years. And, uh, and and so I think he'll be up around a 40% three-point shooter, which is critical for BYU just to have just to have one or two more go a game, Jason, I think, can make the difference. I mean, it would have made a difference in a couple of games already. And so I, I don't think we'll see too much of him, and he'll probably work his way in. But I, I think uh, – couple threes from him 10 or 15 minutes and I hope what he brings is just a little fire and some leadership to the floor which I think this team desperately needs okay so let's take it one step further then what are your expectations for him moving forward throughout the year I don't know that he'll get in the the starting lineup uh I think Jashir is playing pretty well for the most part and uh and TJ and I don't know that you want to have three small guards out there at least for any significant period of time but i can see him moving into the sixth man position maybe taking some uh, some minutes from uh from harding which i'm i'm not thrilled about but i think they'll kind of spread it out you know if if jashir's not playing great maybe get, get nick in the game or if tj's not playing great get nick in the game really quick and i think connor will be more of that zach Celius three-man type uh sub but I think by by the end of the season, uh, if everything's right with Nick, that he'll be playing starters minutes, even if he isn't starting, and will be a huge contributor. Let's focus in on tonight's opponent in Utah State. This has been a surprise start to this season. I don't remember anybody saying that they expected this team to be this good starting out. I think we all, all eyebrows were raised when we saw that score and they beat St. Mary's. I, I, they're a really good team. What type of challenge will the Aggies be tonight? Yeah, it is a real surprise. I mean, they were picked to finish near the bottom of their conference. And usually, you know, the coaches, and they, they have a pretty good idea of who's coming back and what to expect from teams. And anyway, I think their their big freshman kid has been terrific and he's a real bruiser and, you know, and they crash the boards hard, play hard, and um, 
shoot the ball pretty well. So, you know, part of it is teams kind of uh, start to feel good about themselves and feel confident, and all of a sudden they're winning games and they have a winning expectation. I'm sure they expect right now to come down, uh, smell a little blood in the water, and think, man, we're going to get BYU. We got this, and they'll be they'll be playing with confidence, which is a big part of it, and and rightly so. I mean, uh, they've they've had some nice wins, and and they play hard, they play tough, they they rebound, they shoot well, and, and there's not a lot of weaknesses on that team. And uh, so BYU will uh, have really have its hands full. I I hope that at home and coming off those losses that BYU will really have a terrific effort and that'll be enough for them to get a win tonight. Well, and Mark, this is a this is an important stretch. It's not just obviously trying to snap the the losing streak and kind of get things back on track, which I think we all expect BYU to be able to do. I mean, this this team has got talent. This you know, you hope it's just one of those issues where you just kind of hit a little bit of a speed bump during the course of a year. But this is an important week in terms of facing three straight in-state opponents. These games, these games are big. Well, they're sure a big deal to me. And I I would hope, I know it's a big deal to the coaches and players, at least I would hope so. And and so, yeah, I mean, if you're talking about postseason and all that, that's kind of gone by the wayside a bit for me. I mean, you're not you're not looking at an NCAA bid unless you really turn it around in conference and you're challenging Gonzaga for the title. Then you're going to the conference tournament. That's really your opportunity there to get to the NCAA tournament. They just they've lost too too many games that they should have lost already. Now that could that change? I mean, if if BYU beats uh, Utah State tonight and Utah Saturday, all is forgiven, and I'm excited again. But uh, but I, I just want to see him get better and hopefully uh, figure some things out defensively and just improve. So when you do get to conference, you're you're going to be able to compete at a high level because there's some good teams in the conference, not just Gonzaga. And if you thought it was tough to win at Pepperdine and at San Diego before, it's I mean it's it's going to be a real challenge for the Cougars. So they they better be able to right the ship soon. And there's no better way to right the ship than to. Uh, uh, you beat Utah and Utah State. That would go a long way. Well, and we just found out, uh, according to one Greg Rubel, who I'm not sure you've met. I need to get you guys together and introduce you. Uh, tall, uh, tall guy with a big head, uh, a nice head of hair. Yes, right? I believe so. Yes, uh, Greg just tweeted uh, out yeah, that that his interview with Coach Rose, which by the way you will hear in its entirety coming up in just a little over ten minutes, is going to go with a different lineup tonight. Uh, McKay Cannon will get his first start for BYU. He'll be joined by Hardnet, Haas, Celius, and Child. So Nick Emery obviously will be in a reserve role. But your thoughts on on McKay Cannon getting his first start? Well, I think McKay has been a guy that has really played hard, which I appreciate. And his shot seems to be coming around. Uh, he had a nice game at Weber. I think what Coach Rose is trying to do is he's just not getting much from, from Worthington or Baxter or, or that that spot. I think he's trying to spread the floor, get more shooters on the floor, open up some driving lanes, and uh, and try and play that, that way. We'll see if it works. That surprises me a little bit, but uh, – Maybe uh, after examining everything he's seen and 
you know, how this team needs to play, that he thinks that's probably the right way to go. So we'll, we'll see a good opportunity for McKay, though. Absolutely. And for those that may, may not be following exactly who the starting five is, uh, basically Dalton Nixon uh, will now be coming off the bench. That's kind of the change, and McKay Cannon will step in. All right, uh, before we let you go, it's time for our keys to the game, brought to you by Ken Garf Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen in Orem. Mark, what are your keys to tonight's game? I think uh, getting to the free throw line, I think if BYU can do that and shoot and make more free throws in Utah State, that'll be a real advantage. And then got to really keep Utah State off the board. So if if they're around equal on offensive rebounds, those two things, I think uh, BYU should be in good shape tonight. Mark, great stuff. Uh, As I tweeted out earlier today, I'm super jealous that you and Greg are going to get a front row seat to Red Panda at halftime. (laughs) Uh, Maybe just for tonight only, she'll change her name to Blue Panda. We will find out. But uh, enjoy that and certainly enjoy this uh, this great game. I think this is going to be a fun one tonight. Appreciate the time. It will be a great in-state game and Red Panda and all that. I'm just hoping I get there in time. Tell Greg I'm on my way. (laughs) All right, I'll let him know. Appreciate it, my (laughs) friend. There we go. Mark Durant joining us uh, from somewhere on I-15. After a quick timeout, we'll check out some other scores in college basketball. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. Cougar Blue versus Aggie Blue. BYU hosting Utah State at the Marriott Center. We'll have tip-off in Provo coming your way in just about 35 minutes. We'll get you over to the Marriott Center coming up in a few. But uh, in the meantime, let's update you on some other action. Uh, We do have two other local teams that will be playing tonight, both games starting at 8 o'clock Mountain Time. Weber State will be at Fresno State, and then Southern Utah will be taking on Long Beach State in Long Beach, California. I choose to call it the LBC. Uh, We'll update you on those throughout the evening. Top 25 college basketball, 12 minutes to go in the second half. Number three, Duke leading Hartford 47 to 39. Number 15, Virginia Tech, 35 points better than VMI at 65 to 30. Number 17, Buffalo, they lead... Lemoyne, I'm going to assume. I've never seen that school before in my life. 62-49 is the score in favor of the uh, 17th ranked team in the country. It is Illinois with a three-point lead over number 19, Ohio State, 46-43. to And at the half, number 13, Texas Tech, leading Arkansas Pine Bluff by 10, 35-25. NBA action. Here's an interesting score. Don't expect it to hold up, but uh, it's fun while, uh, while we're here. The Cleveland Cavaliers leading the Golden State Warriors by two at 67-65 with three minutes, or excuse me, eight minutes to go in the third quarter. Also, the Orlando Magic leading the Denver Nuggets 69-67. One other score, Brooklyn with a 45-33 lead over the Oklahoma City Thunder. That is going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Coming up next, we'll send you to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus here in Provo, Utah, as tonight the Cougars look to stop a three-game slide against a Utah State program that BYU's beaten six straight times. I'm Greg Grubel. I'll have your play-by-play call this evening alongside my broadcast partner and good friend, the former BYU hoopster and cherished BYU Ironman, Mark Durant. Mark is on his way into the Marriott Center, uh, caught up in traffic with some uh, accidents and incidents on the road tonight and heavy traffic being what it normally is. It's been a rough go on the road, so uh, Mark will get here as soon as he possibly can. But uh, the storylines for tonight, if you will, are A, the return of Nick Emery. And that was supposed to be the big story tonight, but it's kind of the, it's kind of the subtext because BYU's now on this three-game skid, and the Cougars have lost a bit of their defensive edge, especially on that side of the ball where BYU last week has allowed 92 and 113 points in back-to-back road setbacks. Coach Rose will tell us momentarily about what he hopes happens differently defensively for the Cougars tonight. And coming up next, it is our pregame conversation with head coach Dave Rose as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. All right, the BYU and Utah State meeting tonight here at the Marriott Center. 235th all-time get-together. BYU with a 50-game lead in the series and a 53-game lead in the series of games played here in Provo. Dave Rose, 9-3 against the Ags, including a perfect 4-0 mark at the Marriott Center. Time now for my pregame interview with BYU head coach Dave Rose, presented by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. And it was after the Weber State loss on the weekend that uh, Coach Rose told us in postgame that uh, some style changes could be in store for his team, particularly defensively tonight. He tells us what we might expect in the way of adjustments with a very good Utah State team on tap tonight. Well, I, I think, the, you know, the... The, the scheme of our defense is good, but our execution of it is really inconsistent. And so, you know, we're going we're to mix the lineup up a little bit tonight. You know, they've got Sam Merrill is, is as good an offensive player as far as just efficiency as we've played. And, uh, and so I, we're going to start McKay on him and just see if we can use McKay's strength and toughness. Sam's taller than he is. And so, um, you know, he'll be able to get, you know, shots over the top. But I, I want to – chase him around and and uh, they use him almost on, they play through him almost on every play and so uh we'll start McKay for for Dalt which will make us a little bit smaller put Zach at the four and hopefully we can stretch them a little bit get more room for Yoli inside uh on that end of the floor but on the defensive end I you know I really hope that we can get out onto this Quinn Taylor number 10 mm-hmm. hit five or six threes the other night five, against yeah. against UC Irvine and so I think maybe a perimeter guy uh, like Zach might do a better job on him on the perimeter, but but Yo's going to have his hands full underneath with 23. So we're we're uh, you know we're going to try a few things a little bit different. Uh, hopefully, uh, what you'll see is a connected team to each other a little bit better. Uh, the, you know we we tried to do so many things on our own the other night on the defensive end, and just it just led to you know easy shot after easy shot for Weber State, and they converted. And we went down on the other end, and they got easy shots, but. Uh, you know, that that's not, not the formula to win. So Crew Ains you know, and Sam Merrill you know, and Brock Miller and Quinn Taylor too, but the 23 you mentioned, and Emias Keta is the new piece of the puzzle, starter uh, for Coach Smith. Man, he's been good. 
been really good. And, you know, his his game against St. Mary's, uh, you know, might, might have been his. Kind of won the game. Yeah. yeah. Just, just that he was so dominating. It was so hard for them, for St. Mary's, to find a way to stop him. And uh, But, you know, Brown is, is playing terrific. He's only playing about 20 minutes a game, but he's averaging a point a minute, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. He's a second-leading scorer and – um, you know, so and Abel Porter, you know, is a, a kid that uh, played here in Utah, and and we've known him for years, and he's uh, just given good minutes, you know, for the team, and I think that's probably what impresses me the most is that everybody um, that he plays are they're just given really quality minutes for what that team needs, and obviously Sam Merrill is the the head of the snake here, and hopefully we can uh, control him a little bit. So you mentioned starting McKay and along with Zach and Yoli. That uh, means Jashir and TJ remain in your starting five. That get uh, brings uh, Nick Emery off the bench tonight. Yeah, yeah, and, and we're excited to have Nick play. And, you know, we'll get him in there and and uh, get all that emotion out and hopefully that he can give us a real lift on the defensive end. Hopefully he can stay, you know, kind of uh, emotionally uh, intact because he's going to, you know, have all kinds of, um, you know, emotions flying around after uh, – such a tough, you know, year and a half, uh, and and it's so public, and so many things have changed in his life. But hopefully, he can dial it in here for 40 minutes. I know he's been looking forward to this for a long time, and uh, I know our team, our, our team will look forward to it. And then from here, we'll we'll try to build, a, you know, and 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 see how he can help us. He's a shot maker. You need that right now. He's always been, you know, he's always been a shot maker, and I think that. Uh, more than that right now, I, I just hope that he can bring some real consistent energy to our team on both ends of the floor. All right, good luck in this in-state battle against the Aggies, Coach. We'll talk to you post-game. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. That is BYU head coach Dave Rose. And tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated. With over 50 years' experience in Utah, Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. The Cougar Tip-Off show is next as our pregame look at BYU versus Utah State continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off show brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years and by Utah Honda dealers. Now let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU tonight seeking to snap a three-game losing streak against, uh, well, with the Utah State Aggies in town. They've beaten the Aggies six straight times and have lost three games in a row overall. The Aggies one of these surprise stories in college hoops right now with a very strong national ranking profile. BYU, meantime, uh, dealing with some early season struggles, even as they get some good news tonight with the return of Nick Emery to the lineup. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you for courtside commentary. Our statistician, BYU basketball's sixth all-time leading scorer, Russell Larson. Our studio host is Jason Shepard. Our control board operator, Nathan Israelson. Our coordinating producer is Terry South. Our broadcast interns tonight are Lindsey Peterson and Tess Anderson at BYU Radio, and along with Aaron Fitzner here at the Marriott Center. You are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. And, Mark, it's been almost two years, 20 and a half months, since we last saw Nick Emery play a game for BYU. Is a prolonged absence due to withdrawal from school and subsequent sanctions. It all ends tonight 
And while it would perhaps be wise to temper expectations, there's no doubt that Nick Emery should be able to help BYU with something it needs right now, and that's three-point shooting. Uh, he's among BYU's best all-time three-point shooters, and the Cougars as a team currently ranked 318th from the arc. Well, I, I, for one, am just really excited to see Nick on the floor playing basketball. That's where he belongs. All this other stuff that's gone on, I just want to see him do what he does best to play basketball, and he's, he's very good at basketball. He just doesn't, you don't just forget how to play. Uh, I think if Nick is physically and mentally where he needs to be, which I understand that he is, that he'll be able to step in and be a real contributor, especially from the three-point line and, and be a leader. He brings some fire to this team. So I'm just happy to see him get a chance again in, in, in BYU Blue out on this floor. He's already shown me great things, and I expect great things for his future. So we'll just, they'll work him in a little bit, Greg, but uh, I think he'll be a great help to this team in, in multiple ways, not just three-point shooting, but just maybe giving this team that little extra edge that they've been lacking and, and we've seen in other games. So good for Nick and way to stick with it. and and his teammates for supporting him and the coaching staff and getting him back to this spot again. And Nick will come off the bench for Dave Rose and BYU tonight. Coming up after this break, I chat with Utah State head coach Craig Smith as the Cougar Tip-Off show rolls on live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You can also get us on network affiliates in Utah and Idaho and streaming on BYURadio.org and BYUCougars.com as well as the BYU Radio and the BYU Cougars apps. Commercial break-free archives posted at BYURadio.org and on the BYU Radio app, as well as the new BYU Men's Basketball Podcast. All right, BYU and USU. Cougs 5-4, and four, the Aggies 7-1, and one, looking almost flawless right now. One of the best shooting teams in the country and a top-10 team in defensive field goal percentage as well. And all of this in Craig Smith's first season as Utah State head coach. A short time ago, I spoke with Coach Smith about the Aggies' strong start to the season. It's been really exciting. You know, um, obviously new to the position, new to Utah State, and and we have a lot of, we have four new faces to the program and, and a lot of inexperience. So to be able to, if you just saw us practicing and working out in, um, in June and July, <laughs> I think we would have all been in agreement we wouldn't be in this position right now. But at the same time, We've, we've had a team from day one that has had an attitude that craves improvement. We've had a group of guys that really want to be coached, really want to get better, and want to represent Utah State in the right fashion. So I can honestly say there hasn't been a day that I've gone to the gym, uh, whether it's for an individual workout or for a team practice, that I'm not just fired up and ready to roll. And I think, I think they would say the same thing. And so, you know, enthusiasm and passion is contagious, and it's truly been a joy to coach these young men. How much of what is happening is exactly by design, and how much of it was a little bit of chance and say, let's see how it falls? Um, yes, <laughs> a little bit of everything. You know, we certainly have always been, as long as I've been a head coach, I've been a head coach, this is what, uh, eight years now? Um, and we've always been an up-tempo team. We've always been a team that wants to run. But in order to run, you got to run on offense, and you better run on defense. And so it's got to be both. And then, you know, people always ask, what's our style of play? And I'd like to think our style of play is a winning style. And, you know, we want to build a team and have a team that can win 95 to 93. And we want to have a team that can win 65 to 61 and everything in between. And, you know, we've been fortunate. Some of our young guys have really stepped up. You know, we're, we're one of the 50 youngest teams in the country. Uh, we only had four guys on our roster that had ever averaged over eight minutes a game 
in Division One basketball, and those four are the guys that are carrying us. Sam Merrill, Diogo Brito, Quinn Taylor, and Dwayne Brown Jr. Other than that, we have so many new faces. And then, you know, a guy like Abel Porter is starting to get more minutes and playing well. Crew is starting to kind of figure some things out. And those guys, you know, uh, hadn't played much in the past. So it's been a little bit um, just throw it out there and see what happens. Yet some things are certainly by design. But I can't give those four guys that have, have that great experience really carrying us. And then certainly um, Sam Merrill is our catalyst. When his team loses in practice, like, it, it's painful for him. Like, he gets PO'd. And I think that mantra is really carried over to our team and our guy, and he's our hardest worker. And so our guys just tend to fall in line with what Sam does. As good as Nemias Keta has been for you, I look at him and the potential seems boundless. He's really tall. Uh, no, uh, you know, he, the potential is boundless. You're, you're dead on. And we knew that when we recruited him. Uh, he's a legit 6'11 to 7 foot tall with a 7'5 wingspan. And you see all those measurables, and that's all fine and dandy. But what makes Namias so special is he's just an incredible person. He's got the biggest heart in the world. I- I'm not sure I've been around as, uh, a more grateful person, and he appreciates so many things. And a quick side note, when he went on campus for the first time and he saw the buffet, uh, and he's just his eyes just like, he's like, Coach, I, I get to eat. As much as I want of this, yes, you can. And you get to go back for second, thirds, and you get to – and so, but he's always, yes, sir, and thank you. And he's uh, – when we have our team over at our house, all of our assistants have young kids, and he's going and picking up those little kids, and he's just got the biggest heart. But he's physical. He can run. He's got great feet. He's got good hands. And he's been an enforcer, um, especially on the defensive yeah. side. You know, guys will start driving in there – they got one eye looking at the rim and the other guy, where's 23 at? So he's made a big impact right away. The okay, last thing about BYU, you mentioned winning in the 90s and winning in the 60s. When you play BYU, the 90s game is more probable. Right. Yeah, yeah I mean, they want to run, we want to run. And, um, you know, we don't, you know I, I, I would anticipate they're going to play to their strengths, we're going to play to our strengths. And, uh, you know, I was an assistant at Colorado State for five years, and we came here for four years, their last four years. In the, and we know what kind of place this is to play. It's a very daunting place the crowd gets into it it's one of the best home environments in the country and although they don't have many seniors they have a ton of experience like these guys have been down this road before and uh, of course now they're a different team tonight with the injection of Emory how are they going to use them how will they you know utilize them in the lineups with the rotations and you know are they going to run the same stuff I would suspect mostly same stuff they probably have some new wrinkles as well so we're going to have to adjust on the fly I think tonight we're going to really find out you know, how we've grown in this, you know, the first quarter of the season, I guess you could say. And hopefully um, the experiences and the programs that we've played will help us uh, have a chance to win this at the end. Well, Coach Smith, I appreciate the preview. Good to have you back in the building and have a great season. All right. Appreciate you. All right. That is Utah State head coach Craig Smith in his first year in Logan. Time now for tonight's You Be the Judge feature brought to you by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. And here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. On BYU's list of players who have the most games with five or more three-pointers, the Emory brothers, Jackson and Nick, are fourth and fifth. Who are the top three players on that list? The answer next as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Fights at BYU and Utah State coming up just after the top of the hour. Time now for the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge feature. Brought to you by Legally Mine. And here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. On BYU's list of players who have the, ga- the most games with five or more three-pointers, the Emory brothers, Jackson and Nick, are fourth and fifth on that list. Who are the top three players on that list of players who have the most games with five or more threes? I'm going to go with uh, Jimmer and Chase. So uh, Chase Fisher is first, and Jimmer Fredette is in a tie for second with... Jonathan Tavernari. Jonathan Tavernari. That's why Mark Durant is legally mine, because he knows that kind of stuff. That's right. It goes Chase, JT, Jimmer, Jax, and Nick Emery, the top five with five or more three-pointers in a game. That's You Be the Judge, brought to you by Legally Mine. Time for a final break. Our closing segment of the Cougar Tip-Off show coming your way next, live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.